1029 The Mater presents In the Red Zone with Rob Witham. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Massey, Wood, and West and by the Sports Page Grill in downtown Ashland. And a very pleasant good evening, everybody. Happy Monday night. It's been a pretty nice day overall. Got some bad weather coming in tomorrow and then cooler weather as we say goodbye to September and hello uh, to the month of October. Been a very different September than one that I've experienced for many years. A September without high school football. And if I know for those of you, it's been uh, extremely weird as well. And no field hockey and no volleyball and no cross country and no golf. Hopefully we will have spring editions or late winter early spring editions of those sports Uh, but the first set of sports that need to come around are the winter sports coming in in December and on the way in a few moments we're going to be talking live with the brand new head boys basketball coach at Hanover High School uh, a man whose name you'll be find very familiar and uh, basically he's just kind of sliding chairs and we'll talk to that gentleman coming up in a moment at the bottom of the hour Really looking forward to having a very special guest on as we will be unveiling officially all the plans for the future of both uh, the game of the week, the high school football game of the week, and our coverage of Randolph-Macon College football, which, of course, those two have been a part of the Mater for uh, the better part of two decades. And even though the Mater will be leaving terrestrial radio soon, uh, those two football properties are not. And I can't wait to share with you our new home and talk with the owner of that new home. That's coming up at the bottom of the hour, and that's an A that you probably, if you've been in Richmond any length of time, are very familiar with. Well, uh, Virginia High School League last week, the day after our last edition of this program, uh, basically punted on the question of Class 4 Region B. What are we going to do about the fact that there are 20 teams in that region in Class 4 and that there are only 8 in Region D and there are 13 in C and it, it just is, it's a conundrum that so far the Executive Committee has not been able to figure out. Region B had appealed to possibly split class four into eight regions instead to try to spread things out but that repeal was denied but they have given the region to probably february maybe earlier depending upon the whim of the executive committee and when they want to meet to talk about it uh, to figure out another way to make things more equitable so you don't have schools that are in a region with 20 teams trying to make the postseason the state tournaments in various sports and over in five in a region uh, class four region d they only have eight teams so likely everybody will make every playoff and it'll be a lot easier to get to a state tournament as opposed to the 20 team scramble and we're not talking just 20 regular teams we're talking some school powerhouses uh, in various sports so we will get to that as well as to what they are thinking Uh, coming up before this hour's through we'll have a few memories of our last two years here on the radio and tell you about our new exciting plans for the future of in the red zone we're going back to the future is what we're doing and we'll let you know about that in the hour to come as well so let's take a time out when we come back the new head coach of hanover high school boys basketball will be my guest that's all coming up in just moments thanks for being with us here tonight on the mater you are in the red zone 
in the red zone. We'll take a short time out. We'll be right back. So stay tuned to the Mater. When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Think in Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Stoudemire and the folks at We Think in Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think in Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Think in Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead, brochures, or business forms. We Think in Ink in Ashland. How can Staples help you get back to business? By printing you new signs for the times. Staples can help prepare your business for the new normal with everything from in-store signage to health essentials like masks and hand sanitizer and all at amazing prices. And this week at Staples, get $15 off posters or yard signs when you spend $75 or more. Save big. This week at Staples. Ends 1031. Exclusions apply. Limit one offer per customer. See store associate or visit staples.com slash signage for details. Let's go, go, let's go, go, squeeze. We're going, growing, standing tall, climbing, laughing, hide and seeking, giving our all. Our kids' days are filled with adventure, and Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything in Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze. You make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the applesauce aisle. Let's go! I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-801-0746. 877-801-0746. That's 877-801-0746. of In the Red Zone, but plenty of In the Red Zone still to come. Details on that later in the hour. Now, a very familiar uh, voice and presence on the program. Glad, glad to have him back with us. As a few days ago, Hanover High School announced that he would be taking over the reins as their head boys basketball coach after uh, Darren Thornton had been head coach for many years. In fact, this is the first change in that position um, since I started working at the Herald Progress, which was in the fall of 2011. So, Coach Thornton, congratulations to him. Uh, he had a very long storied career, made the state quarterfinals a few years ago on a miracle run. But my guest has done some wonders over on the girls' side, taking a dormant basketball program and making them into consistent winners and uh, a trip to the state tournament this past March, just before uh, everything shut down. And it's great to have head coach Michael Rohr with us here on In the Red Zone. Coach, been a while since we talked. How you been, my friend? 
Hey, very good, Rob. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Uh, and, and I was very excited to see this news. When this um, situation and opportunity came up, what made you make the decision to slide over and uh, take take the helm of the uh, voice program there at Hanover? Well, uh, I actually was trying to get out. I was uh, I had retired from the girls at, at the end of the season. I told Mr. Bolander, and, uh, uh, and then... Uh, you know, some different things came about, and it's getting late, and uh, I was kind of excited to maybe give it a shot, see how it goes. And so into the fire you go again. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let, let's talk first about, is there really a fundamental difference in any way between teaching high school girls basketball and boys? I'm sorry, I couldn't quite hear you on that one. Oh, that's okay. Is there any real fundamental difference, major difference or differences between coaching the girls at the high school level and the boys? Oh, I think so. I think, well, you know, you're dealing with a different type of athlete. I think, you know, the girls are really um, fundamental and and um, really disciplined and, and uh, you know, um, repetition, repetition, I think, is great for them. I think the guys, you know, obviously want to get out and go and um you know play a little more athletic kind of style but i think uh you know even though you're dealing with that i think you know the same kind of things have got to be um you know instilled in them in terms of like the discipline of and the execution and um you know playing as a as a as a unit instead of individuals so i think uh i think that's probably the biggest difference you obviously saw Coach Thornton coaching for many years. Um, do, do you see a huge pattern change in terms of what you are looking to do at this point as you take over the, the team? Um, I think there's going to be uh, a little bit of difference. I think, you know, I think, um, you know, our major focus is probably going to be on the defensive end and, and let our defense create um, what we're going to do on the offensive end. I think we've got a lot of really good athletes, so, you know, and I think uh, – um, I think if we try to put them in different, you know, situations that they can succeed in, I think that, you know they got a chance to really compete. So, um, you know, I, I, I think you know we're probably still play a lot of full court game like 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 they they have in the past. But I think you know maybe the execution on the offensive end is going to look a little different, and maybe the style of the defense is probably going to look a little different. So, Coach, I hear a lot of basketball coaches talk about using defense to ignite the offense. So, for the layman, just the average Joe who will kick back and turn a basketball game on or maybe stop in and watch a high school game, give me some examples of what that truly means. How, how can you use defensive schemes to actually turn into points for you? Well, I think, you know, biggest thing I think, you know, defensively is we're trying to disrupt the other team's rhythm. And, um, you know, if, uh, if if we're doing a good job with that, then, you know, they're, they're probably taking shots that they're not necessarily used to. And, um, you know, we're trying to get the other team to shoot at a, at a lower percentage and, um, you know, just take uncomfortable shots. And I think if we can do that and do a good job of battling on the boards, I think, you know, that can dictate the pace of how we can get the ball up the floor and and keep them from getting settled into their kind of defense. So I think, uh, you know, and I think if, if we create some of the turnovers that I think we're capable of, of creating, I think we can get some easy breakouts and, and get, you know, play 
at more of an advantage on the offensive end instead of even a lot of times, which is I think is you know going to be tough for us against some of our opponents. And and using that style of play, you have to identify those who, if you're going to make your opponent take one shot they don't want to take, and you're hoping obviously it won't go in, you, uh-huh. you've got to identify those that you want to break out and head down the floor, and those that you know can consistently get that rebound and not allow a second opportunity. How, how do you go about that with a, with a new a new team, so to speak? And and I know you have to change it every year simply because of you know kids graduating and new kids coming in. But how do you kind of identify? Okay, I need you to make sure you box out and get the board, and I need you to take off so we can get this fast break going. Well, I think you got to kind of look at, you know, the, each kid's skill set. And like you said, you know, uh, it's not college basketball, so we don't get to pick and choose necessarily, <laughs> you know, the, the, the best 15 to show up. So um, I think, you know, uh, you know, body type has a little bit to do with it. And I th- But I think, you know, the, their skill set, you know, how athletic they are, what, you know, are, are they good at taking a charge? Are they not good at taking a charge? Are they a good on-ball defender, not good on-ball defender? I think... You know, there's a lot of factors that can go into where we're going to try to place them on the defensive side so that they can be a plus to us and not a negative, you know what I mean, and, and try to make sure that we're putting each piece in a, in a spot that's going to help us as a group um, succeed. So um, it's not easy all the time. Sometimes, you know, you might have to adjust. You know, we, we, we did a lot of adjusting on the other side with, with who was where, depending on, you know, that first couple of years with the girls, I think, our leading rebounder was five two, so <laughs> you know it's it's, it's uh, um, you know it's just kind of uh, um, trial by error and and just working at it every day to figure out which ones are going to help us where and and making sure that we put them in the right spots as the game goes on. Right, put them in the best positions possible, Coach. Do you think the fact that you were able to turn around the the the, the girls' program and and have such success here the last several years uh, kind of helps you from the gravitas standpoint as you now take over the boys' program? It won't be a situation to where I would think occasionally there may be whispers like, "Okay, he taught the girls' team, but can he really teach us?" I have a feeling that probably wouldn't and 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 certainly shouldn't happen as you take over now. No, I feel like uh, I feel like there's a little bit of excitement there. I think you know, I think uh, um, you know, from what I can tell so far, and we really haven't had a chance to interact a whole lot. Um, that um, you know, they've they've seen the different things that you know uh, that we've been doing, and that um, I think if they buy into those things, and and I think they, I I, I think they have a. Um, a sense, a little bit of sense of confidence in, in the different types of things that we're going to do. And obviously we're not going to do everything the same because we're obviously dealing with some different types of athletes. But um, I think, I think you know, overall, I think they're really excited. Just, uh, you know, breath of fresh air sometimes, you know, and I, I've, I've kind of felt like that might be the, the point where the girls program was, that, you know, it was, you know, we had a lot of success, but, you know, sometimes it's, uh, you know, everybody needs a little bit of a change just to, to, to keep the momentum going. Right. So I'm hoping that that's the way it's going to be. 
Coach Michael Rohr, new head coach of the boys basketball program at Hanover High School with us here on In the Red Zone. Coach, of course, got to talk a little bit about the current situation with COVID um, because uh, because it seems that, you know, we were talking last week about the championships plus one plan that the VHSL um, executive committee passed a week or so ago. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, winter sports are going to get underway. Official practicing can begin December 7th. You can, uh, you know, lace them up and, and hit the court in competition on December 21st. Does the basketball community, and have you had a chance to talk to either fellow coaches or ADs or whoever, is is there any sense of pressure or concern in the high school basketball community right now that you're kind of the, the, the event that everyone's watching and kind of hoping, man, if we can make basketball work, we should be able to make everything else work? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, uh, it's more of uh, I don't know if it's a pressure on us or it's just a pressure on the whole situation of, man, we hope we get to play. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that if, you know, if we don't get to play, who knows what's going to happen with, you know, with the other seasons. So, uh, uh, you know, I think once, once, the, you know, we get out there and, and things are kind of normal for them and they're, and, 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 and we're competing whether we, you know, whether we're, I don't know what the situation is going to end up being with the fans and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I think, I think in terms of, you know, the winning and losing and trying to play for the championship and all that kind of stuff, I think is going to be secondary to the fact that we're out there and actually getting to play. Yeah. So, and I, I hope, you know, I hope everybody feels that way and that, you know, we're, you know, uh, that we can, set the path for all the other sports to compete as well. And Coach, you just made a fantastic point that maybe this is going to be kind of a reset button for a lot of us. We get, even at the high school level, so caught up in wanting to make the postseason and wanting to get, uh, how many times on Twitter have I seen players talk about wanting to get that ring? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And 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 this is going to be a season to where I think hopefully a lot more of us uh, even at the kids level, even though, you know, there's still 15, 16, 17 year old boys and girls that, that maybe we can have a season where we can just kind of look around and go, I'm so glad I'm on the court or I'm so glad I'm on the field or I'm so glad I'm wherever I am competing, you know, cons- considering everything that's going on. Maybe that's going to give us a little bit of a refresher of, of what the most important things about high school sports are. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, sometimes we get away from that because, you know, everybody – you know, if you're not playing on that last day, well, you didn't have a successful season, and you know, and I can tell you that that's that's not the case. So, I, 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 you know, my my big thing's always been if you know if there's 15 kids in the locker room bawling their eyes out after the last game, whether it's the last regular season game or the last playoff game, and then that season was successful. So, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, everybody wants to win that championship, but hopefully, it means something to them that be a part of of something that you know only a few of the kids get to be a part of and that they're they're understanding you know not only how to play the game of basketball better but to be better individuals and better citizens in their community and just you know leaders of of whatever they might end up doing because you know a lot of them aren't going to play past high school so no. um you know hopefully that they're, they're understanding that kind of part and maybe maybe this is 
Maybe this was done just so that yeah, then we get back to that a little bit. Yeah, kind of, kind of ground us a little bit. You always try yeah. to find the positive in, in the negative and find the silver lining in, in difficult times, and I, I, I honestly hope that that's going to be one of them, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, Coach, I'm happy to know that once I get back over there finally to Hanover High School, that your familiar face is going to be one I see when I walk in the gym. <laughs> that's going to be great. Yeah, they can't get rid of me yet, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, and always remember, Coach, if you need the number to my cardiologist, you know how to get in touch. There you with go. There you go. I, I was pretty Tom Lesher. I think I, I, I'm, I'm getting too old to be too excited so much. So. <laughs> oh, God, I'm way ahead of you, and I, I totally to, know I just that. I have to say that to make my wife feel better. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Coach, I've missed you, buddy. Can't wait to see you again soon. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us here tonight. All right, sir. Thank you for having me. Coach Mike Rohr, the new boys basketball coach at Hanover High School. And for those of you now screaming at the radio, so Rob, who's the new girls coach? David Butler was named the new head girls coach a few days back, the same day that Coach Rohr uh, took over the boys program. Coach had stepped away from the girls back in March, and and I did know that. Uh, He shared that with me personally, and so we knew that there was going to be a change coming there. Uh, What I did not know was that he would so quickly reappear on the court there at Hanover High School, and I'm looking forward to that. And I also want to salute head coach Darren Thornton, who always was just so kind and so wonderful and so gracious with his time uh, as we covered the Hanover boys team for all those years that he was head coach. We're going to miss him, no doubt about that. Well, we're going to take another time out, and when we come back, you we've already made the announcement in terms of our future home for Randolph making college football. Uh, but in our final half hour of our final radio edition of In the Red Zone, We're going to first talk about the future home of the high school football game of the week with a very special guest. That's coming up in just minutes. And we're also going to tell you about the future of this program. And we also have a list of thank yous to offer uh, before we sign off here tonight. So that's all still to come as we continue this edition uh, of In the Red Zone on 1029 The Mater on uh, 102.9 FM, 1430 AM, live both on rbasportsnetwork.com and hanovercountysports.net and also on the TuneIn radio app on Radial. You can find us at R-A-D-I-A-L-L. We will be back in just a moment. You are in the Red Zone. We'll be back with more from the Red Zone after these messages. There's never been a more important time to make sure the air in your home is clean as well as comfortable. Massey Wood and West, serving Virginia since 1923, is ready to help. Massey Wood and West offers quality cleaning services for your HVAC units and can make sure your system's ready for the cold winter nights to come. Massey Wood and West proudly offers Reen heating and cooling systems. And if it's time to replace that HVAC unit, now is the perfect time to do so. The friendly staff at Massey Wood and West always looks out for your well-being and is working under all CDC guidelines. Need a new duct system? Massey Wood and West can handle that too. Plus, Massey Wood and West is proud to offer Ream water heaters. So call 355-1721. Ask for Doug or Al. They'll be glad to help you get ready. 355-1721. Massey Wood and West. Online at MasseyWoodandWest.com. That's Massey woodandwest.com non-attorney paid spokesperson could your house go into foreclosure are you behind on your mortgage payments does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home and you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help then we have good news for you 
Foreclosure protection services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-600-9969. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-600-9969. 800-600-9969. That's 800-600-9969. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. I promise that you'll never find another like me. It's a Monday night. You're in the red zone. Glad to have you with us. Rob with them here at the studios of the Mater with Calvin Cecil on the other side of the uh, protective glass. We have uh, uh, um, done our social distancing as we are supposed to do. Glad to have you with us. Well, a few weeks ago, it was announced by Randolph-Macon College uh, that their football broadcasts on radio will have a new home. Uh, Once head coach Pedro Ruza and the Yellow Jackets do get back into action, we're hoping to have maybe a five game Old Dominion Athletic Conference season uh, in February, March, maybe into early April, just depending upon what the schedule might look like. The Old Dominion Athletic Conference is in the midst of working on that right now, and hopefully we'll hear some more news about that on the horizon. And uh, we also are very happy now to officially announce that after 18 seasons of the high school football game of the week here on 1029 The Mater, uh, with the impending change of this frequency, 102.9 FM, to a new owner and therefore a new format, we too have found a new radio home and it happens to be the same location as Randolph making college football. Very happy to say that the high school football game of the week, once we get back into action, whether it be February or whether it be next August, will be heard on Rejoice 101.3. That's WREJ here in Richmond. 101.3 FM, 990 AM and Rejoice RejoiceRichmond.com, owned by our friends at Radio Richmond, and uh, the owner is uh, a name that, uh, for those of you who have been in Richmond for any length of time, you've heard and known this name and voice before, has been on many stations across the airwaves here in Richmond over the last several decades, as well as a driving force in putting Fox 35 back when it was just uh, TV 35, WRLH-TV, back on back in 1982. Jim Jacobs is with us here live in the red zone jim good evening sir how are you how you doing rob i'm great i'm I'm wonderful i'm excited to to join forces with you and with billy and with the entire staff over at rejoice radio i i want you to just kind of take a couple of moments tell our audience about your radio station tell us about what will become the new home of both the high school football game of the week and randolph making college football well, we are uh, very similar to where you were. We're just uh, our, our transmitter is a little further south, so we might have a uh, a little better 
uh, coverage of the city, uh, and uh, our AM 990 covers uh, about a million people, and our FM about 400,000. And we are very excited. We've been looking for a sports partnership for uh, several years, and I think this is just a perfect fit. I couldn't tell you, I, I was so excited uh, when you uh, uh, presented the idea to me uh, uh, a bit ago. We are, we are really looking forward to uh, the uh, high school sports and Randolph-Macon, and uh, it, 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 I think it's a very exciting, everything is exciting except we don't know when it'll be. <laughs> right. Of, of all times for this opportunity to come up, and I'm so glad it did, it did happen to occur during a time of such uncertainty, obviously in the sports scene, as you know, I have not personally covered a sporting event since the 11th of March. Everything was shut down by the 13th, and we've been that way, you know, ever since. But that's okay. Uh, whether it's in February or whether it's you know next August and we get everything pseudo normal, we'll be we'll be ready to rock and roll. Uh, Jim, one of the things I'm really excited about and sitting down and making this happen was really studying the coverage maps and looking at the station and listening to your station a lot in the last several months. Um, is the fact that we're not going to lose anything in terms of our signal coverage here in Hanover County, which I'm very excited about. But we're going to be able to bring a, a especially the high school football game of the week on Friday nights to uh, really a whole new audience within the city of Richmond and a lot of Chesterfield County that may have had problems in the past getting to 102.9 since we were based a little bit north of Richmond up in Ashland. Uh, I, I, that, that's one of the things that really kind of uh, struck me and, and drew me to, to hopefully being able to, to partner with your station. Your station is also very community-oriented, family-oriented. Tell us about the regular format of what you do well we are a uh, a black gospel station uh we have a talk uh with gary flowers uh between nine and eleven uh we have ministries and uh and we have uh uh inspirational music the uh the station has been very well received by the community we are one of a few stations in the market that are uh locally owned in fact for a while there we were the only station that was locally owned and I'm glad to see that a few more have uh, come online. The uh, I was very sorry about about AJN, the Mater, uh, because that was a, a great local signal uh, with great talent, and it was a shame. I was very un unhappy to see that leaving the uh, the air, but uh, it. It fell into our hands, and I'm very glad about that. So I have mixed feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the, I have to tell you, the mood here in the station between myself and Calvin is a little melancholy this evening because it'll be our last time doing this particular show together. But And Calvin's been a part of, of our high school and our Randolph-Macon coverage all the way back since our high school beginning in 2002. So that goes back 18 years. And the great news is, is that Calvin's working for you too, is he not? Yeah, Calvin goes back about uh, two decades. Uh, it, it, he's he's been a part of uh, my operations for for quite some time, and uh, one of the reasons uh, we brought him on board was because I kept hearing so many good things about him. People that he worked with really, you know, appreciated his hard work and his dedication and his attitude. So we're we're excited about that, and uh, and Calvin will be, uh, and and he's been working with us on weekends, so he's fully uh, aware of the equipment and all that uh so it, 
it's going to be, I think it'll be a very smooth transition. Uh, yes. When, when, when I knew that Calvin was going to be able to just kind of slip into the producer's role there, I thought, man, this was, this was meant to be, no doubt about it. Jim Jacobs, owner of Radio Richmond, who they operate Rejoice 101.3, and that is the new home we can officially announce of both Randolph making college football and the high school college football game of the week once we get uh, our, our, our uh, or figure out exactly where we're going to be uh, from a from a football standpoint here, whether it be early in 2021 or the next season. Uh, and you can and don't forget, you can get us on TuneIn and Simple Radio and all that stuff, uh, or you can go to our website. Uh, RejoiceRichmond.com and uh, listen to us uh, there. So we, you know, you can listen to us anywhere in the world. I, I love your website, Jim. Uh, it's it's a it's fantastic. It's very easy and user friendly. Uh, I have it up right now, as a matter of fact. And you can also listen to Rejoice on Alexa. How are you able to make that happen? Uh, it, it's just it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> You know, let me guess. You blinked twice, and then, then a couple of taps of the shoes, and yeah. Well, it is important that you're wearing ruby slippers at well, the time. But you no, know, you, you go into the Alexa uh, app and uh, go to you know tools and say uh, you know set up uh, Rejoice Richmond, and uh, then every time after that, when you do it, uh, you'll just have to say you know play Rejoice. The the joke of that is, is we made a promo for it, and in the promo, we give the instructions on how to get the app and how to get it to come on the app, and I just thought to be really irritating at the end of the thing. I said, you know, Alexa, play Rejoice Richmond, and every time that happens, all the Alexas in our studios click on and start playing Rejoice Richmond, which, not that it isn't wonderful, <laughs> But then you got to walk around and, you know. Alexa, set stop. Things, set things straight. But, yes, you can get us on Alexa. Uh, we're, we're, if, if there's a way of getting to you, we are, we are either doing it or working on it. Now, Jim, if you don't mind, just for a second, uh, and it's kind of strange that in all the years you and I have both worked here in the Richmond area, and of course Richmond's my hometown, um, we, our paths really hasn't crossed until at this particular point. When did you come to Richmond? Oh, man. Now, that's a good question. I'm trying to think how old my daughter is. It's been about 30, 40 years ago. I came uh, to WRNL and uh, did mornings there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I did, I, I then, you know, had, had that DJ uh, moving around. I've, I've been in Richmond longer than I've been everywhere else combined. Combined. And I've, and I've been all across the country. It's been a, it, it's been a great trip. But this is this is this is where I am. This is it. Hmm. This is where my family is. My wife I met here. Uh, my daughter was born here. You know, this is Richmond's my town. That's your town. Yeah, because as I mentioned, you were one of the the ones who got started uh, when we finally got WRLH on the air back in 1982. Man, we were so excited to have an actual another television station to have besides <laughs> six, eight, that twelve, an and twenty three. That was an exciting time, and you know, the first show we we had was the Wild Wild West. Ah. Was the first show that we uh, that we aired after the uh, they got the antenna hooked up and the transmitter on, and Wild Wild West came on, and we lost that movie. Ah! And found it about four years later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and, and another full circle moment, I might add, is that for most of the years that we have broadcast collegiate school football here on the Mater uh, over the years, our play-by-play man was the legendary Dick Harmon. And you and Dick were partners on radio when you were first in the area, correct? Uh, yes, we uh, we had a uh, somewhat of a solid career. <laughs> he did. Uh, he did. If he was doing uh, news at uh, WRNL when I was uh, and I was on the air, and we just we got into a lot of silliness. He's a he's a terrific guy. Yes, no doubt about that. Ah, Jim, really looking forward to it, my friend. Uh, I owe you some paperwork. I'm going to get that over to you before the week is out, if that's okay by you. Uh, that's fine. I, you're not the only one that owes me a little paperwork. <laughs> Join the club, eh? I gotcha. I gotcha. Jim Jacobs from Rejoice 101.3. We are thrilled to be partnering with you. Cannot wait for everything to kind of settle down so we can get back to football and be a part of your radio family, hopefully in February. If not, then just less than a year from now. Thank you for uh, willing, being willing to partner with us. We're really excited about it, too. And thanks so much for taking a few minutes to talk with us tonight. We're very excited about it and appreciate the opportunity to uh, bring bring the uh, the sports to Richmond. That's great. Really appreciate and keep, it. And keep it on in Richmond. That's right. And keep it on. You're absolutely right. Jim, thanks so much. Take care, Rob. You too. Jim Jacobs, Rejoice 101.3, and he's right. You, they have a, a fantastic network of ways to listen to the station. They are just like we have been here at the Mater. They are locally owned. They are locally operated. There are human beings in the building every day making sure that everything is happening. Their pulse is on Richmond. Uh, that they're, they're not a 24-hour station to where they just throw everything in from another city or other cities. They they care about our community and that was one of the things that kind of led us uh, to this new partnership and i am thrilled about every aspect of it uh, their signal at 101.3 fm uh, works great here in the ashland area and in hanover where we have been here on the air at 102.9 fm since 2011 um, so no change in terms of how you hear the high school game of the week where we're really going to, to uh, gain listeners and we are thrilled about this is south of the James River. I know there have been a lot of people down there who over the years have been like, man, can you crank your signal up? Because I want to hear that football game, but it's hard to get you down in Chester or it's hard to get you over by Chesterfield County Airport. And that's not going to be the case anymore. 101.3 is booming in those areas. Uh, It will be very nice to hear us loud and clear as I'm traveling uh, over towards NBC 12 there on Midlothian Turnpike to do Facebook Lives again uh, when we get back to high school football. And and the AM side is also a a much better signal. I'm really excited about this and and not to get into a lot of radio lingo, uh, but 990 on the AM dial is a better position than 1430. The lower your dial number, the more power you have. And they have 5,000 watts in the day as opposed to our 1,000 watts here on 1430. So their daytime signal coverage is easily heard over all of Metro Richmond. So if you want to hear Saturday afternoons, you want to hear Randolph making college football, you'll be able to listen on 990 AM uh, in Dinwiddie and Amelia 
and Powhatan and Caroline and King William and New Kent and Charles City and Prince George counties. Uh, I, I'm just really excited uh, about that. And again, they have a great website. It is so easily navigatable right at the top of the page. I'm looking at it now on the right hand side it says listen live uh, and also remind you on their homepage that you can also stream them on Alexa. So you will have six ways from Sunday to hear us when we finally get back to action uh, with the high school football game of the week. And of course, joining forces with the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Marty Wilson on Randolph-Macon College Football. So we'll have all this information up on rbasportsnetwork.com. And of course, you can listen to the games there as well, uh, as well as HanoverCountySports.net too. So thanks to Jim. Really looking forward to that new partnership. When we come back, we teased the news of what uh, Class 4 Region B may or may not be able to do about this 20-team conundrum. I do want to touch on that for a few moments. And then we will wrap things up tonight with a lot of thank yous and a word about the future of our program. It will be back to the future. More on that coming up next. We're in the Red Zone. There's more to come right after this short break. When you need printing, you usually need it yesterday. We Think in Ink can't work that quickly, but close. Let Chuck Stoudemire and the folks at We Think in Ink take your printing project and help make your message stand out. We Think in Ink offers quick turnaround and printing you'll be proud to use. Visit We Think in Ink in Ashland right next to the post office at 305 England Street. Let them suggest ideas for your business cards, letterhead, brochures, or business forms. We Think in Ink in Ashland. There's never been a more important time to make sure the air in your home is clean as well as comfortable. Massey Wood and West, serving Virginia since 1923, is ready to help. Massey Wood and West offers quality cleaning services for your HVAC units and can make sure your system's ready for the cold winter nights to come. Massey Wood and West proudly offers green heating and cooling systems and if it's time to replace that hvac unit now is the perfect time to do so the friendly staff at massey wood and west always looks out for your well-being and is working under all cdc guidelines need a new duct system massey wood and west can handle that too plus massey wood and west is proud to offer ream water heaters so call 355-1721 ask for doug or al they'll be glad to help you get ready 355-1721 massey wood and west online at masseywoodandwest.com that's masseywoodandwest.com i can't get my computer to work let me help you with that How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-801-0746. 877-801-0746. That's 877-801-0746.
get the party started. We will continue the party. Again, if you're just joining us and you missed my conversation with Jim Jacobs, the owner at Radio Richmond LLC, happy to announce that uh, after 18 seasons, we are very sad to see our, our partnership here with 1029 The Mater come to a close. And if you're listening, well, what are you talking about? Um, I did not mention this particular part of the situation. Uh, the parent company of WHAN Radio, uh, Fifth Estate Broadcasting, um, decided earlier this summer, uh, back in June, uh, to bequeath the licenses of both the 1430 AM and 102.9 FM to Stucom Incorporated. Uh, they are the owners of WNRN, which is a AAA-based formatted public radio station based in Charlottesville. They have a couple of other signals in the uh, Virginia area and several translators as well. They've had a Richmond presence on various signals through the last several years. Um, but right now, they are heard on both 1590 AM and 88.5 FM. Uh, once the FCC approves the license change from Fifth Estate Broadcasting to Stucom Incorporated, uh, then Stucom will be taking over both 102.9 FM and 1430 AM. And so the Mater will be leaving terrestrial radio. Um, and you will hear WNRN programming on 102.9 and 1430. Uh, exactly when, we don't know. Uh, we're waiting for the FCC's final approval, and then it'll be a matter of the owners of the station working with the owners at Stucom uh, in making what I suspect will be a fairly quick transition. Um, we knew that the license um, um, situation was accepted for filing by the FCC on July 31st. Usually takes the FCC on average about 60 days to make those things official unless there's some uh, issues that come up and uh, I I was privy to this entire process and didn't see any reason why there would be such issues so we are now kind of starting to expect the FCC to grant that license uh, transfer at about any time Um, so we we are hoping that and I I have no control over this and neither does Calvin so uh, if, if you see us walking down the street and it didn't work out this way don't don't hurt us okay uh but we're hoping to to work it out to where we have enough notice that we'll be able to take a a couple of days here uh to be able to give the mater its proper send-off before wow uh 58 years of local broadcasting based in ashland virginia come to a close there's been a radio station live on the air in ashland virginia and has had a local presence in this town for almost 60 years and that sadly will come to a close uh, uh, with with this particular uh, transfer of ownership. Now, for those of you wondering what's going to happen to the Mater, uh, uh, we are working on that. I am personally working on that. Uh, there's this thing all called the Internet, and uh, we are hoping to keep the Mater alive and well there. And as we are able to make more plans and get more things ready, it may take us a little while, but you bear with us, and uh, we will be back in a better shape and in a better form and in a way where everybody can listen to us and we won't be um uh, you won't be handicapped by lack of signal or or uh, lack of coverage you know i live in blank and i can't pick you up and i really wish i could and etc etc and you know we really this this radio station really hasn't had a much of a website presence over the years um so you know, we're going to make some changes on that and there will be a new era for the mater uh it's going to be a new incarnation there may even be a new name you never know but it's all coming up and hopefully very 
very soon. Okay, about nine minutes left in the program, so I want to take five of them and talk about this latest Virginia High School League issue, which, of course, is the meat and potatoes of what we've done on this show for two years, and that is Talk Local Sports. Last week, the Virginia High School League Executive Committee basically punted the football for a while. Here's the situation in case you had forgotten. Uh, Every two years, the Virginia High School League does realignment within their classifications and within their schools based on new schools opening, based on changes in enrollment numbers, um, and also occasionally based on competition situations. So when the two-year shake, which is the mid-year, it's almost like, uh, imagine every four years we elect a president, okay? And every two years in between, we have what's called the midterm elections, when a third of the Senate and all of the House are up for grabs. This is basically the midterm for the four-year cycle that the Virginia High School League uses. So they set a four-year cycle. The latest cycle was 2019 to 2023, which means in 2021, next August, there would be a little bit of shuffling because because of enrollment changes and inevitably one or two new schools open, usually up in Northern Virginia. So what happened was there were several schools that requested to move down from class five to class four, uh, four of them here in the Richmond area, Atlee, Henrico, Matoica, and Verina. And the reason why was that their enrollments decreased enough to where they were within the range of being a class four school to begin with. And if you've got 500 less students than let's say 75% of the schools within your region, in some sports you can make up for that and in other sports you simply cannot. And uh, athletic directors and principals have to look at their entire athletics programs. These, These particular plans are not football driven. Now, I know you're going to look at this, for example, and we've mentioned this before, Verina dropping to class four. Had that had they been in class four last year, I, I think it's safe to say they would have won a state championship. Why do you say that, Rob? Well, uh, Patrick Henry and Lake Taylor played in the state semis last year in class four. You remember that PH with the incredible comeback. They score in the final seconds. They're down one. They go for two to try to win it on the road. They fall just short. Lake Taylor wins. Lake Taylor goes to the state final and they win it. So Lake Taylor won the championship. Verina played Lake Taylor in the 2019 regular season last year. Now they played Patrick Henry and we had that game here on the game of the week and Verina thoroughly defeated the Patriots on the road here um, in Ashland. Verina also, I think it was the week before that game actually, played Lake Taylor and the final score of that game was 56 to seven. Now, I'm not saying that had they played in December of last year, the game would have been 56-7. It could have been a lot closer. Lake Taylor could have been a very improved football team. But what I'm saying is, is that the numbers that I'm looking at are making me go, uh, you know, Verina may not have had a problem winning in the Class 4 you know, state tournament last year from a football standpoint. But it's not all about football. Basketball obviously comes into play. Uh, you know, I look at an Atlee, and they've been fighting, uh, you know, uh, the former Lee Davis as well as Patrick Henry in past years in Class 5. They've both down, now gone down to Class 4. But Atlee for years in baseball have had to deal with the likes of Deep Run and Mills Godwin and the ascension of Glenn Allen. Now they come down to 4, and guess what? They're back against the former Lee Davis. 
Davis and Patrick Henry. And again, for the first time in terms of uh, playoffs, they're against Hanover, who, of course, has won multiple Class 4 state championships over the last several years. So it's not just about football, okay? So, but Atlee, Hidraiko, Matoaka, Verina, all four are coming down from class five to class four. So what happened is suddenly class four region B had 21 teams. Then Caroline petitioned to move from class four to class three, and that was also approved by the uh, alignment committee and the executive committee. So that cut it down one to 20. So region A, which is basically down in the 757, they have 13 schools. Uh, Region C, which is basically northern to northwest Virginia, a lot of Fauquier County, Loudoun County, et cetera. They've got 16, okay, which to me is about as many as you'd really want to have in a region. But then there's Region D over down to the west and the southwest, and and it covers a great uh, distance in terms of actual land mass. But they only have eight teams. So the question immediately has been raised, how fair is it that one region has to play with 20 schools and one only has to have eight? And so if you're in the eight-team region, basically for any semblance of a region tournament in in your sports, you're going to have to have all eight in, Uh, even if you have a team that goes, you know, three and 17 in baseball. Whereas with 20 teams, if you only allow eight teams into your baseball tournament, uh, gosh, you could have teams that go 13 and 7, 14 and 6, depending upon their strength of schedule, who might not even make the postseason. And I have always been a big fan of let as many teams as you can without diluting the process play in the postseason. And the reason why I am is that it goes back to something Coach Rohr said in our interview earlier this hour. Most of the people who don a high school uniform will not go to college and play athletically. When they take that jersey or that uniform off the final game of their senior year of high school, their athletic career will be over. And so I feel like that the Virginia High School League and the VISAA have an obligation to these kids to give them every opportunity to experience everything possible or give them the chance to earn that situation. So now it looks like it's going to be a three, four month proposition where Region B has the opportunity to kind of figure out, well, can we somehow split into subregions? How can we do this, that, the other? And then we may get a final decision as late as February. And then, you know, that's going to put the onus on the ADs and those schools to get ready. Six months, you think, is a long time. Not when you're talking about scheduling. By February of 2021, a lot of your scheduling for 2021 and 2022 has already been done. So it's going to be a lot of work ahead for those guys. And uh, hopefully we'll get that squared in, in, a, in a way in an equitable fashion. Well, we have come to the close of our final in the red zone here on 1029 The Mater, and I have several people we need to thank. First of all, to Bill Roberts and the owners of Fifth State Broadcasting for allowing us to do this show. Uh, he had the idea a couple of years ago, and of course at that time we had been doing a very successful podcast called Central Region Now. So we moved the podcast, changed the name, and brought Cast lives until the pandemic uh, over at Sports Page Grill Ashland. And those are the next people I want to thank are uh, Squirrel and Christy and all the gang over at Sports Page that has been so hospi- uh, hospitable to us over the last two years and uh, helped make this program very, very special. To all the coaches and players who came out for the show, who were guests on the show, uh, very much appreciate your time, your talent, your effort, your insight uh, to Phil Stanton 
uh, the uh, director of athletic communications at Randolph-Macon College, who had did an, a phenomenal job in getting us the coaches and student athletes from the Yellow Jackets to give them a chance to shine, to give them an opportunity to talk horse. Sometimes because of the bigger universities in the area, other shows and whatnot don't give Randolph-Macon as much of an opportunity. We wanted to do something about that. So I thank them. And most of all, we thank you, our listeners, for being a part of our program for the last two years, as well as our other sponsors, Massey Wood and West, and We Think and Inc. Could not do it without them as well. Now, In the Red Zone is going to revert back to our podcast format. We're going to keep the name In the Red Zone, and it'll be available at rbasportsnetwork.com. We are working on expanding the presence of the program and hopefully, possibly adding a video presence to it as well. So we're going to take the next couple of weeks off, uh, give us a chance to kind of get technologically set and ready to go, and as soon as we know the future uh, beginning date of the new In the Red Zone podcast online. We'll share it with you across social media at rbasportsnetwork.com and at the RBA Sportsnet on Twitter. Calvin, you're the best. Rob with them saying, have a great night, everybody. In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a production of WHAN Radio. Our producer is Calvin Cecil. Executive producer is William Roberts. In the Red Zone with Rob Witham is a copyright production of Fifth Estate Broadcasting, LLC. Any rebroadcast or reproduction in part or in whole without the express written consent of Fifth Estate Broadcasting, LLC is strictly prohibited.